Welcome to Intelligogy with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy. I have to tell you that this is really different. We are in the era of coronavirus. My whole family is at home. My husband is downstairs in the office working. He does talk to clients, so, and his voice is big, so we're gonna hear him a little bit. Uh, My boys are home. They are playing video games right now, so they're in the media room, no game room, they're somewhere. (laughs) Um, And I had to come and to another corner of the house to hopefully have a little bit of quiet and record. So here we go. We are in uncharted territory right now. We are in unprecedented times. We have never in um, some of our lifetimes dealt with um, major disaster like this. Some of our family has. Um, I think one of the biggest tragedies I can remember is uh, 9-11. But here we are with coronavirus where we're all taking extreme precautions and measures, thankfully to our government, our school districts, um, and other governing bodies, CDC, health departments, are making some difficult decisions, um, but that's to prevent the spread of coronavirus. So my hope is that we're all practicing those safety measures and protocols to keep us safe. It's in the best interest. Well, that comes with a lot of challenges. We are um, in Texas, in the North Texas area. Most school districts are closed. And so all of us have our kids at home and it's it's a new normal for us. Um, Everybody's trying to figure out how does this work? How do I keep working? How do I teach my kids? Are we getting paid? I I need groceries. Um, I need to keep everybody safe. Let me check on my loved ones. The kids have to, do they have to keep learning? Are they going to keep learning? Am I teaching them? Is the teacher teaching them? I got to get my work stuff straight. There's all of these thoughts. And there's also, there's so many schools of thought. So let me pause right there. I kind of jumped in. Um, I just want to talk for a few minutes about what we're all dealing with. I'm, I'm actually starting to sense and see a divide happening in education. And, and if you knew me and my big heart and how passionate I am about education, you would know that I don't want that to happen. So I want to talk about that and then some of the reasons we are where we are. Before I start that, please make sure you're taking care of your family. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. I know we're all trying to figure this out, but loving our families, being present with them, and just taking time to be together and have some real conversations. And that's what's really key and important at this time. Now, with all of us being at home, everyone's trying to figure this out. And I said that a minute ago. There, there are some educators who uh, have jumped right in, even ahead of the game, and started making and creating educational resources uh, for distance learning and remote learning. A lot of teachers um, are sharing resources. 
There are companies who have jumped on board and are providing free resources, uh, helping us with learning digitally and remotely. A lot of companies have given uh, free 30-day memberships to uh, certain learning platforms, and all of that is wonderful. Let's talk about all the different pockets of, of this situation in terms of education. When I first started teaching, I worked in one of the largest districts in the North Texas area, and I also worked in what most people would consider the most one of the most impoverished areas of that district. And it's in that area and populations like that where we have to understand as educators that those people, those families may not even have access to internet and, and in the internet connectivity it's the least of their worries, putting food on the table. How are they possibly going to feed these kids breakfast, lunch and dinner? For some people, school is a it's a lifeline and it's a necessity to help them. So there, there's populations who um, this remote learning may not even work for Um not the priority for them. They're they're in survival mode. And we have to understand and appreciate that. And um, I think educators and superintendents in that area have to be very creative and figure that out. And it is a tough and challenging task. I totally, totally get that because I've been there. I've, I've taught in those areas. So our thoughts and our prayers are with all families, but specifically those families who are struggling to make ends meet on a daily basis, let alone in a crisis. I I hope that you feel encouraged, that there are resources and abundance of resources out there that um, become available to help you and your family in, in this coronavirus era. There's the other side of this fence, I guess I could say, is a lot of educators have been very proactive and really, really providing a lot of great resources and sharing those out, um, me included. And then there are other educators who are saying, whoa, wait, this is too much. Everybody stop. Go be with your family. You're overwhelming the parents. They're not even thinking about education. I've got people trying to feed kids and, and this connectivity issue. This is, we, we just need to stop. And what I want to share is, I know that that's the beauty of really the human race, that we all are different we all have different opinions and these social media platforms um, <laughs> create an immediate way to share those opinions. And so I, I just would ask, I guess, ed- all of us as educators, you know, let's stop and think. The, the beauty of the human race is that there's so many cultures, there's so many ethnicities, it's so diverse. And that's the same way in education and that's the same way with teachers. We are a diverse group of people, and that's what makes education beautiful. And so there are some of us who um, 
feel the pull on their hearts to prepare some resources just for when the parents want them. And then there's others of us who want everything to just slow down and stop and stop overwhelming social media and parents with this information. And I've been thinking a lot about this and I feel I feel a few things. One, I think it's perfectly okay to be silent as a parent, as a teacher. Um, it's okay to just be silent and not feel the pressure to produce information, not feel the pressure to receive information. Sometimes it's best to be still and be quiet and just process, soak things in, try to get adjusted to your new normal. That's what a lot of us are doing right now. But then there are other parents who may be ready and eager and want resources. Some of us who are preparing resources, you know, the good thing about that is when parents are ready for them, they're there. You know, they, they whenever they're ready, they're there. So I also feel like some educators, I know some people personally who are very young in the profession. They don't have kids. Some of them are single and teaching is all they know. I mean, like teaching is their whole wide world. Like we're telling them, go home. Well, no, I want to stay here. I'm taking stuff home. So some people, there's there some teachers who really just don't know what to do right now. And all they know to do is teach. And so for some people, this is a healing process for them. It It's maybe even how they're grieving this situation. Um, so I think we need to appreciate that some people who are preparing things, it may be the best thing for those people. And I also think some people are fearful that you know, if, if I'm not working, if I'm not showing that I'm producing something, I, I'm I'm getting a paycheck and I never, ever want that to be questioned. I never want that to be an issue. And so some people may have placed this subconscious layer of pressure on themselves to produce. And I feel like a lot of not just educators, but a lot of people um, in their workplaces who are working remotely now are feeling that same pressure. Um, it's just kind of the the way it is. The pressure that we put on ourselves, the pressure that society puts on ourselves to produce, um, evaluations, all of those things come into play, I think, when um, people are making decisions to continue to work hard and push things out. And so I guess what I would say is you know, the, the things that people are pushing out, the resources that people are sharing, it's really no different from any other um, information on social media. You know, I think we need to give parents credit in the fact that they can scroll past if they're not interested in accessing resources. Um, I think as long as we're not sending overwhelming email that maybe it's okay to put things out on social media. I read a tweet today. Um, a parent was actually asking and, and her email specific, I'm sorry, not email, her tweet specifically said, I know there's an abundance, abundance of resources out there. I've seen them, but I need something right now. And um, I happen to have something and I shared it with her. She even tagged a friend on it. 
So I, I see I see the pluses of the resources and I fully understand the con, but I just I'm starting to see a lot of educators put out their opinions and I feel like we need to celebrate each other. We need to celebrate those who are being silent and just supportive and quiet. I think that's amazing. It's a great space to be in when you can just be still and present with your family. I also think we need to celebrate those who have it on their heart to develop resources, share resources. I mean, that's actually a huge sacrifice um, and a passion and a calling for most. So I think we should celebrate both sides of the fence. When parents need resources, they are there for them to access. Um, I think we continue to have healthy dialogue, create a balance. But I think the balance comes in parents. They can pick and choose what they want to access. So I just wanted to share what I'm kind of thinking about this divide that I'm starting to see with educators. And I don't want... I don't want coronavirus or any other crisis to to pull us apart. I want to see us celebrate each other more. Um, Maybe we should do more of how are you uh, focusing on self-care? What are you doing? Well, how are you spending time with your family? And I see a lot of that, too. Um, I just think we need to celebrate each other. Let's all work really hard on appreciating what we all bring to the table. You know, I talked a minute ago about the human race being full of diversity and different cultures. And now that I've said what I said, you see what I mean about educators? It's the same thing. We are all so different, but then also so the same because we all love children and we all love teaching and we all love what we do. But we are all driven differently and we're all wired and designed differently. So let's celebrate that. Let's try to get through this together. Um, And hopefully this crisis is over really, really soon. I'm rooting for all of us to follow guidelines from the CDC and our government and our school districts. But most importantly, that we are resilient, that we can pull through this that we can band together, that we can celebrate successes, that we can be shoulders for each other, especially our teachers who are worried about their children, what they're going to eat. And and truthfully speaking, some children are in situations that just aren't, aren't the best environment. Um, and, and so school is an outlet that they really, really look forward to daily. And so I know that's missing for a lot of kids. And I think we just need to really keep everybody in our hearts, in our thoughts, in our prayers, lift one another up, uh, be there for one another, whether it's messaging privately on Twitter, um, Facebook, email, whatever your social media platforms are. And uh, let's just try to get through this. I'm proud of all of my educator friends. I'm proud of superintendents who have an unimaginable task before them. Um, 
you know, I know there are daily dial-in meetings I'm hearing from our superintendent who shared that with us. Um, the TEA, the Texas Education Agency, has an unsurmountable task in front of them. And and the same in every state. The CDC, uh, our, 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 our national government, our local government, our law enforcement, our health officials, uh, those still trying to provide meals, meals on wheels, school districts who are still trying to provide meals. Y'all, this thing is so big. All we can do is support each other and lift each other up. And I don't know how long it's going to be this way, but I know that we are strong. I know that we are victorious. We're resilient. We're resourceful. We're creative. We're patient. We're loving. We're nurturing. Um, all of those things are going to help us get through this. So I'm rooting for us. I am. I'm rooting for us. I'm so ready to celebrate successes. I'm so ready to, I, I love seeing the posts about people getting outside for a walk and as a family, y'all, we just, you know, I, I see the good coming out of this already. Um, just people spending time together and really being connected. I think that's all I have to share for right now. Until next time, thank you for joining Intelligogy with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy.